0: What's going on, everybody? No playbook podcast coming back to your feed for the first time in what seems like a lifetime. In case you forgot, I'm your host Drew Pounce, and I am being joined by none other than Kyler Gammon. Kyler, what's going on, good sir?
1: What's going on? What's going on? We've kind of hit that that uh, that dead spot in the NFL in the NFL. Uh, I guess off season. The draft's already over, so now we're just kind of waiting for training camp to start, and OTAs are, I think, right around the corner or maybe just starting. They just so, started. So we're, we're kind of in this, like, long stretch, you know, around 100 days till the NFL season. Uh, can't can't get here soon enough. But also NBA Finals, too. Can't also yep. forget about that that's coming up.
0: Yep. Um, again, like I said, I did miss a lot of time, and I apologize about that. But I'm not going to preview anything uh, from the past. I mean, you know. I mean, you've or on Twitter and Facebook and social media, you knew that this offseason was probably the craziest offseason in NFL history. Um, But yes, you are correct. We have some final action going on. But we're also going to take a dive into the Aaron Donald news, Um, some top contenders in each conference, the fantasy dream lineup because I know I'm really big into fantasy. You play fantasy as Mm -hmm. well. And then we're going to switch courses to NBA action and take a look at that finals matchup. I was going to do bets, you know, my best bets, but nothing has been set as of yet, at least uh, parlay-wise. So we're going to save that for next time as of, you know, recording this recording this Wednesday. So we got one more day before the finals actually start. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a dive in. So I want to start, Kyler, with this Aaron Donald news. Mm-hmm. Um, so... As you know, I am a die-hard Rams fan, but I also like the game of football itself. I don't right. just watch football just for the Rams. So, um, I tried to separate myself from that because I was watching a King of the Fourth Quarter episode or a uh, one of his YouTube videos, and he said he said there's a difference. He said I'm a Bulls fan, but I enjoy the game of basketball. Right. You know, so I right. want to get that kind of like. You have to look at it just outside of a Rams perspective. Yeah, the I want them to be good. Yeah, you know you have to look at it outside of like who you know you know kind of thing like that. So
1: the, you have to look at it as from your team's perspective, and then you and then you have to look at it as from the broad perspective. Yeah, of just the, the NFL. You just
0: want good NFL. You know. Mm-hmm. So is Aaron Donald done? Just come out and say it.
1: I have a feeling no, and here's why. I think. It seems like the only thing to me that's really holding this back is just money, and I know that he says that you know he's really he's he's content with either or. But I just have a gut feeling, especially after I mean the Rams are obviously in win now. I mean they're in win now. They are they're one of the top teams in the NFC, no doubt about it. Have a really strong chance of making a really nice run again next year with you know with with Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup and that amazing defense. So I just gut feeling tells me that he's not. I feel like that this is kind of like that. You know, because I, I I mentioned it earlier to you, Drew. We're kind of in this grabbing straws period of trying to find anything to talk about, and and uh, and the NFL especially because it's it's pretty slow news. Um, so I think he's coming back. I really do. I, I really do. Um, I think that there's. I think that, I think that this Rams team wants to kind of be like the Bucks and try to run it back. Um, they brought you know they brought in some key pieces, and you know they've. Tr- trying to put all the pieces together to make another Super Bowl run, and and, a- and Aaron Donald is easily the biggest piece of that defense for sure. I mean, probably I mean with would J- Jalen Ramsey. But. Yeah,
0: um, what, like I said, I'm a Rams fan, so I watched a lot of the games last year. And one thing we were lacking was a uh, linebacker play. We had drafted Ernest Jones, I think, in the third or fourth round, and then we had Troy Reader, who was had his highs and lows, but his lows were low. Um, so we brought in Bobby Wagner to kind of set that. Yeah. I the, say, only well, one of the best. Yeah. I mean, anything would have been better than Troy Reader, but to bring in Bobby Wagner, you know, it's kind of like a good thing. But this defense without Aaron Donald is not a defense. There is no right. pass rush. Our cornerbacks we drafted, we had probably six draft picks, and five of them were cornerbacks. So mm-hmm. it's, you can't rely on just Jalen Ramsey to lock down the whole secondary. So if, without Aaron Donald, I don't know what their next move is because, you know, in my opinion, a top three, you know, defensive player of all time, right there you're losing, and then that's also a key pass rush, you know. I, I'm come to the conclusion that I don't think he tries every play. Like, he tries to get to the quarterback, you know, but, like, if he were well, to – if he well, hold on, no, that's not what I meant. If he were to put his nose down right. and try every play – like, I mean, you know, and well, obviously exactly. you can't do that because you have to pace yourself and, you know, your big moments. But, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm watching and I'm like, you know, just come on, waiting for Aaron Donald. Well, we'll he see, gets double teams and triple teams.
1: Well, I think we saw that in the, <clears throat> the Super Bowl. I mean, let's just be honest here. I mean, that last drive, I mean. He no, dominated. The last two plays were, were typical Aaron Donald. And, it, and, and, and if and, and if you remember right, I think that they're – I can't remember what the exact stat was. Um, but whenever – and we saw it. Whenever Aaron Donald flats out. I mean, just, just just like you said, puts his nose in the ground and is just dominant. Dude is dominant, and he's and he's nothing like we've ever seen before in the NFL. He's really not. So I, I I do agree with you there. I think I I think that there's times where he's probably like non-existent as much, and you know, it's it's, it's you it, know it's, it picks
0: games, and I'm not saying that you know he's um he's earned that right. I'm not saying, I'm not, like I said, I'm not dissing Aaron Donald. I love Aaron Donald. I'm just saying that um, he picks and chooses his games, and rightfully so. It's a long season that just Mm -hmm. extended last year on top of them playing in the Super Bowl, you know? So that's what, three extra games because they didn't get the bye? So that's 17 weeks on top of the extra three. So that's 20 weeks of NFL ready football. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would choose, you know, pick and choose my moments too. But whenever, you know, it comes to that time, I think it was Quentin Spain of the Bengals. That Aaron Donald was kind of like, you know, he was there, but he wasn't really getting home. Right. But Quentin Spain said something to Aaron Donald during one of the timeouts or something. And that was whenever he really was like, turned up to he woke up and was like, okay, this is really like not going to well, happen.
1: And correct me if I'm wrong, but I felt like, and, and I want to say that first half or so, because we didn't really know anything about Aaron Donald potentially retiring. and I, And I thought the first thing we heard about it was at the Super Bowl, like, like, Right I'm around, talking, then, I'm, I'm yeah. talking like I'm talking hours before the game started. I feel like yeah. that I, I, I feel, I feel like we really first heard the report about it. Um, so I, I don't know, and it, it, but 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 correct me if I'm wrong. It and like I said, I could be wrong, but from from what I remember of that game, I felt like that first half he wasn't he wasn't really dominating. You know, I I felt like you know, and obviously it was back and forth, but I felt like he did, he he didn't make he didn't make that much of a huge impact. That first half, and then and then that second half. I mean, towards the end, I mean, he t- he took over.
0: Well, I wouldn't say necessarily pass rush, but run stopping. He's right. always going to be in there. So, like you said, he was not necessarily like non-existent, but he was making the kind of like plays that it's like Aaron Donald on the tackle with you know uh, stopping Joe Mixon or mm. whoever their backup is. I can't remember his name. That that, that
1: run defense was amazing, man. Yeah,
0: and uh, A. Sean Robinson, stud. Mm-hmm. Fantastic pickup. And then we let Sebastian Joseph Day go with the emergence of Greg Gaines, who played while he was injured, <clears throat> while Sebastian Joseph Day was injured. Um, but, again, I'm not trying to go back, um, you know, that far because, you know, like I said, it was a very, very nice moment to spend because I was at my dad's house and with my fiancé. And whenever Aaron Donald got up, you know, whenever he came around that edge, dude, I see it. Was I seen it. I jumped up and I said, "Aaron fucking Donald!" <laughs> like as I screamed at, dude, at my dad's house. And yeah, it was it was one of the best moments um, that I've had in, in a while. So, um, so yeah, I don't think Aaron Donald has done either kind of backtracking and going back to the topic. I think I don't think it's necessarily a money kind of thing because if you're Aaron Donald, you know you're gonna want the max, and if you're the Rams, you're gonna pay him whatever he wants. But, but I think that he's also just kind of like, I would still like to play, but if, you know, we can't come to the terms. I also love that he's not like, I'll go somewhere else. Right? He's like, if the Rams aren't going to pay me, then I'm going to retire, which I love. Um, but in the same token, you know. Well, you also
1: have to think, too, and and, and I don't really know the specifics on it offhand, but how much money do the Rams actually have to pay him? You know, I mean, not, I mean <laughs> you can't,
0: you can't not have enough know? money to pay him, you know, that's true. That's Um, true. so I'm sure it's like a money thing, but I mean, we signed Bobby Wagner. We kind of worked our way around that because the first year of his deal is kind of like a, uh, not necessarily an iffy thing, but it's like not making as much now. Mm-hmm. Um, we signed Matthew Stafford to a huge extension. Cooper cup is up for an extension. Uh, we signed Alan Robinson. We traded away Bobby Wagner. Um, so I mean, you don't. You have to have enough to pay him, and even if they don't, you have to pay the luxury tax or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, going over that. Um, but I'm glad we're both in agreement that you know, if Aaron, I don't think Aaron Donald's done personally. I don't. No, I don't. Um, I, don't. I don't. But uh, staying with Aaron Donald, where do you think he ranks all time?
1: And w- so it's a tough question. First of all, because there's no, there's no. Hmm. I mean, if, if if you're talking where does he rank top five defense, you know, or you know, or just defense all time, which I'm assuming that you're just saying, right? Like in all in all defensive players, yeah. That's really tough. I mean, because each, you know, I don't know because the I mean the, the names that come to mind immediately are Reggie White and LT. You know, those guys just absolutely just dominated um, their time, and
0: they were just they were just game changers. And same with Aaron Donald. He's dominated no, sure. the twenty tens, you know, sure,
1: so sure. And it's i am for sure put him top four. I mean I I you got to at least. Um now now honestly wh- how I can order it, I have I really Who is your can. top four?
0: White, Taylor. R-
1: White, Taylor, um, Donald. And and th- this 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 no particular order, just White, Taylor, Donald, and then
0: you got a top five off the top of your dome?
1: Well, see, I'm, I'm 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 thinking of like corners too. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking of those guys who defend the pass because it's really the game has evolved to a passing league. Mm-hmm. Over, you know, over the years, you know, I think I think I think I got to throw a corner in there, and I think Dion comes to mind. Yep. I mean, he was he he was amazing. Ravis
0: Island also, but I don't know Nero if he's top Ravis. five. Um, you know, I think Troy Polamalu, you know, Ed Reed. Troy, yeah, Honestly, I thought of, Miles, I see, Brian Dawkins. I you thought know. of Ed Reed as well.
1: I don't know. That's just that's kind of like my rough, rough yeah, it's just five. top five just off yeah. the top of the dome. Probably.
0: I would personally I look at rankings as if I had the number one pick in the entire league. You know what? Who am I taking first with the pick? Um. And I, I would have to say Aaron Donald is probably one or two. Mm-hmm. Um I personally like um his ability to slide into the inside and still dominate and slide onto his outside. You know, he can play edge, defensive tackle, wherever versatile. you really. He's very versatile. And that's what I really like about just any player. It doesn't matter if you can play, you know, certain you know, multiple positions, like here's a perfect example. I mean kinda of, sort of in a, a gaming aspect. Whenever I play MLB the show and I have a franchise, I go through players and I look for the players that can play multiple positions. Because Mm -hmm. I'm not going to pay somebody, you know, I'm quote-unquote pay somebody to play, you know, two positions as a backup. I look for the guys that can play, like, the infield and they can play the outfield, you Mm -hmm. know. So um, I'm a big, versatile guy. I love whenever players can... You know, slide into that slot or slide. You know, just kind of slide around the defense, and you don't really know. Um, and LT again, was really good at that. He can slide mm-hmm. in everywhere. Um, I'm not really too sure about Reggie White. You know more about White than I do. Where, <laughs> but I mean, what know, is...
1: But I mean, being an Eagles fan, you know, I mean that's yeah. You know, that's I mean that's one. Of, I mean that's one of the best Eagles players ever.
0: Oh you know? yeah, but again, I would say you know, me personally, top one, maybe two. You know. Um, I mean, you could make an argument for three. I would probably listen to it, but not agree. Um, but still, he's fantastic.
1: So, um, I'm just I'm just trying to get all the. Um, oh man, I, I I basically I found I found Reggie White's um, like sack numbers, and he was consistently in double digit sacks. And get this, he was so he so. His rookie year, he had, he had he had double digit sacks, and he had double digit sacks until how many how many years is that one two three four wait one two three four five six seven eight nine so his first nine years in the league he had he had double digit sacks <laughs> you know so I don't know I'm um, and then and then the year that he did it, he had eight and then the year after that he had twelve so and then he had eight and a half again and then he had eleven and then sixteen his last season in the league in 1988, or actually, excuse me, that'd be, that'd be 2000. So his, his last season in green Bay. Um, I don't know. It's, you know, I think you're, I don't know. It's, I I think it just depends on who you ask Mm -hmm. and what their preferences are. And, you know, but, you know, I mean, if, if you're to say defensive, you know, defensive lineman, then yeah, I mean, without a doubt, without question, but whenever you say defense, you know, you got to think corners and safeties and, Linebackers and, and 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 all the various defense positions.
0: So sticking with the NFL, I'm going to tr- uh, um, sticking with the NFL. I'm going to kind of transition to the contenders in the league. Um, how many playoff spots are there? Because they just they just uh, redid it, didn't they? Yeah, just a couple years ago. To where I think it's what there's. Two wild card spots now.
1: I wish I wish Brain was here because he would know it off the top of his head.
0: Yeah, there's. Um, I mean, obviously, I you got say the top, seven. There might be. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're right because seven. you have the four division winners, and then you have the three wild cards, yep. and then the number one seed gets the buy. buy.
1: Yeah. So so it's seven, right? Mm-hmm. For, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but seven teams from each conference reaching the postseason, and then the top seed getting. And then the top seed from each getting a first round bye.
0: Right. Which last year was, of course, the Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers who right. eventually lost in their first playoff matchup.
1: Man, the Titans, man. I was I was never high in the Titans last year. I just I don't know. I and you know that's that, that that's a discussion for another day, but yeah, I, I was never high in the Titans last year. I thought that they were I don't know. I just just a really weird number one seed in my opinion.
0: I have that pin that you have yep. over there. Yep. <clears throat> I'm gonna try and keep track of this. Um, okay. So obviously the top four seeds are you know divisions. Division winners. So we're gonna go You got the AFC, yep, and then NFC. And then just kinda of go from you know, one to four. Mm-hmm. And just you know teams, and then we'll do five, six, seven, and wild cards. Okay. So go ahead with your list if you're already.
1: Uh, From each from each team.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or from each uh, division.
1: Um. So. Oh, uh, okay. I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna pull up the, off, off, off the top of my head. It's 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 uh it's tough
0: to do. Um. Let me see here. Actually, while you do that, let's go ahead and hear a word from the uh, sponsor of today's podcast. This episode of No Playbook is sponsored by me. Go ahead and click that subscribe button, like the podcast, share with your friends, leave a comment, whatever you do. Just go ahead and get it done, and let's grow LTT Productions to its fullest capacity. Now, let's go ahead and get right back to it. Thank you to me for sponsoring today's podcast and we are back with continuing our talk and let kyler think about it for a good minute and we're going to go afc to nfc um we're gonna go one for one two for two sort of thing so you'll list your one seed, i'll list mine and you know sort, sort mm-hmm. of that so um go ahead with uh your one seed.
1: in which division afc the
0: afc we'll go afc we'll fill out the whole afc and then we'll go nfc you want to start with afc east first you can just list. It's just the team that you think would have the most wins to get the one seed. Okay.
1: Um. Um. Hmm. You know, I'm.
0: Oh, <laughs> this is this is this is tough. Apparently, folks, you did not think about it.
1: So. No, I did. I just I I had something in mind, and then and then I was and then I and then I looked, and I was and then and then and then I saw another. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll go ahead and take care of my number yeah, one seed. That'll be ahead. the bills. I was I was, um, I was I was I was yeah, also Josh the bills Allen too. is going to is obviously a stud. Uh they drafted uh Dalvin Cook's little brother. Um and that's not to say that he's not going to, you know, that that's what he's going to be known for, but he's a pass catcher and someone to take the load off of Josh Allen just for the rest of the season because he was doing everything. And they added Von Miller. They added a rookie cornerback that I really, really like. Um, I can't think of the name of you know, his name off the top of my head. Um, K- or Elam. Yes. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about him um, through the podcast that I listen to, from the articles that I read. Uh, just he seems like a stud, and he's mm-hmm. going to do film, and he can play that cornerback position. He can also play a little safety, if I remember correctly. Um, so we're in agreement with the Bills being the number one seed. Uh, two. Do you have a number two seed? Um, I mean, we'll just go.
1: I'm going to go with, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Ooh, Chargers.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, and I'll give my reasoning here in just a little bit. Um, but I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think, I mean, it's. Justin Herbert has has been starving due to the postseason, and they have just loads of talent on both on both sides of the ball. I think I think that they end up winning that division. Um, obviously, I think it's a close. I mean, just so close race in that AFC West. Um, but yeah, give me the give me the Chargers as number two.
0: Um, mine. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna have. An alternate on my number two seed. If Deshaun Watson doesn't face any charges, he plays all season. My number two seed's the Browns.
1: Okay, makes sense. I was I was thinking about the Browns too.
0: If he doesn't, if he does miss some time, um, I think they still make the playoffs. I don't think whether they win that division, I don't know. But I don't think that anyone from the AFC North, regardless, is the number two seed in the in in the AFC. Right. So my number two seed. That's
1: why I kind of went with the safe bet with the Chargers because I didn't know with um, with, with, De- with Deshaun Watson, but I but I but I, but I have my reasoning here in just a minute. Whenever 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 we get to that,
0: gosh, I'm missing a division. Um, no, I'm not. AFC North. They have already got the AFC East. So I guess I'll go with whoever comes out of the AFC East. I'm going to pick the Chiefs um, mean as the West. my number two seed. What'd I say? East. East, yeah. Excuse me. They, whoever comes out of the AFC West will get my two-seed at the Browns. If Deshaun yeah. misses time, right? I have the AFC West winner coming out and winning the two-seed, but, you know. You never know. Either, yeah. So, um, why the Chargers? I don't know. They just. How, 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 and, uh, okay. I agree with you. I think they're going to be a playoff team. Let's list off the reasons why not the Chargers. Okay. Why? Why? Why would they not be here? You know, like, well, no, I I phrased that wrong. Why why would they be here? They have made significant offseason improvements, not even a Cleo Mack alone. Okay, he's a stud alone. I'm talking defensive tackles. They Mm -hmm. were dead last in the run last year. Mm -hmm. They were terrible on the run. Their defense was not very good. Justin Herbert carried the whole team. They went out. They got Sebastian Joseph Day, like I mentioned. They gave JC Jackson a bag. They mm-hmm. paid. Uh, excuse me. They got Khalil Mack. Ooh, did they? They got offensive line help for Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. They resigned
1: Mike Williams. Yes, that's what I mean, man. I just, I mean, they were so close to. Uh, I mean, they were literally an overtime away from from making the playoffs last year.
0: Listen, if this team does not make the playoffs this year, Brandon Staley cannot be the head coach. No, next with, year. without a doubt, absolutely a doubt. not. I know they have probably one of the cheapest owners in the league. You cannot continue to pay. Brandon Staley to be the head coach of your football team with Justin Herbert on his rookie contract and, you know, being, you know, a stud, a top seven quarterback more than likely. I've seen people have him as high as five. Oh. I could see it, you know. Yeah. It just depends on where you're ranking. But if Brandon Staley, you know, their defense last year, will give them a pass. You know, it was terrible. That roster on the defensive side, not great. Um, but um, this has to be the year that their defense – I'm not even. I don't care. Top five. You cannot be dead last. No. If you are middle of the pack, I will take it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I completely agree with you, and I can give you my final two real quick. Um, let's go. Let's go three, three and four. Three. Let's uh, go three and three three, and three. So, okay, I'm gonna go, and, and this and this is all just assuming that 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 Deshaun Watson does not play the whole, the full season. Just, just assuming because I would be, I would be surprised personally if he does not get some type of game suspension. Right. I would just be surprised personally. So I'm, I'm gonna give it to the Bengals. Um, the three seed, yeah, because you know they they addressed all of their O line issues that that they you know that they desperately needed. Um, they just, they just they're on some they're on some studs or they have some guys or some studs that that are on the rookie contracts. They went to the Super Bowl last year. They Filled up their holes that they had last year, mm-hmm. particularly offensive line. So Joe Bro should not be getting hit that much, and actually have some time to get you know to get the ball to Jamar Chase. So yeah, I just I just have the Bengals winning that division as a, as a three seed. Um,
0: okay. And you know
1: what you know what, and this and this this will upset some people. It's probably not a shocker. I I actually have the Steelers finishing last in that division, and I think that this will be the first season that Mike Tomlin has a losing record.
0: I, even if it is a losing record, it's probably, I could but say it's not 7 be, and 9. Right. I mean, or, it, it's not going to be. Or 8 and 9, excuse me. Or, you know, even 8 and 8, I could see just because they are kind of facing yeah. some uncertainty. Um, either way, I have. Um, if the Browns don't win that division, I can see with you, with the Bengals mm-hmm. uh, taking it. The Ravens are going to be close just because is going to be back. Kyle Hamilton's going to help out that secondary a little bit. I don't. Off the top I just, of I my head, know. I can't think of a pass. Losing Hollywood Brown is is they is, did, but they helped the offensive line. So I'm sure that they're going to be more run heavy. And they were literally the unhealthiest team in the league that's last true. year. And they wrong And they won. I think seven games or eight games. They were on the verge of making the playoffs. For that. With that being said, um, this is where. Um, Gosh, I played this really tricky. Um, with my 2 seed, I'm going to take out the Browns. I'm mm-hmm. going to say the Chiefs have it solely because it's going to it's going to yeah. throw me off. I think if Deshaun plays the full season, they're the 2 seed. If he get misses some time, he's the play, he's in the playoffs another way. So my 2 yeah. seed is now the Chiefs, my 1 seed's the Bills. My yeah. 3 seed is more than likely going to be Gosh, man.
1: I know, man. Give. This 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 AFC is stacked.
0: Honestly, give me the Colts. Really, they really they are not obviously as pretty as the Bengals. I think their defense is better. I think their defense is a lot better. Um, the what the what I was arguing with my cousin with on this on Twitter, um, just the Bengals. I don't I don't have anything against the Bengals. Okay. I think that their secondary is pretty bad, um, and I think the Colts addressed their secondary bringing in with also, also Jesse Bates.
1: With also Jesse Bates saying that he really, he didn't want to play in the franchise tag either, so yeah. he may not even play. So
0: yeah, exactly my point. I think that they if the Browns don't win that division, I think it's the Bengals' division to lose just because their offense is so good. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of giving me those. 2016 Falcon vibes. If you get what yeah. I mean, yeah. their offense is absolutely stacked. Their defense is kind of has a couple good players here and there, but they're not a collective group. Mm-hmm. I like the Colts. They give you, they're going to cover their, their asses off. They're going to rush the passer with Darius Leonard, the Buckner, uh, Quiddy Payne is going to be in year two. They brought in Rodney McLeod, uh, from the Eagles and he played for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, their offense is going to be the same. I still think that they could go after a veteran receiver, Either way, they're going the to rely. The either either way, they're going to rely on Jonathan Taylor, um, mm-hmm. and just kind of ask Matt Ryan to throw the ball. They're going to ask. They're basically asking Matt Ryan to be a safer Carson Wentz. Yeah. Because if, if Carson Wentz doesn't do, you know, if he's not, if Carson Wentz is halfway safer with the ball, they're a playoff team and they're probably a top. I have him the three seed. You know, and I think Carson Wentz, as of right now, is better than Matt Ryan just overall we'll talent. Get to that. over overall talent wise. I think he's got a better arm. He's faster and right. stuff, but. Matt Ryan just isn't doesn't make mistakes like that.
1: Yeah, and we'll get to the we'll get, to, and I can't wait to get to the AFC here in a minute. Uh,
0: so go ahead with your number four seed.
1: Um, I I I actually have the Colts as yeah. my number four seed. I have them winning that division. I I just I don't know the 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 Titans last year they they did not impress me. I don't I don't I'm never I'm not that high Ryan Ryan Tannehill. At all, I wasn't last year. I really haven't been at all. I just, I think he's been like that—that that okay type of guy.
0: He's been just, that good enough kind of guy to give the ball to Henry. Yeah, and but he you're also, not going to win. He gives you probably like 250, 300 yards a game. He's also going to be. Prone he's like to Kirk make Cousins. Those, he's going to be prone. I think he's more uh, mistake prone or turnover yeah, prone than Kirk Cousins. I do too, but I just, um, I don't know. I, I just, like Kirk Cousins a lot. I mean. There must, he. I think he runs a lot better than Kirk Cousins too. He has that because again he was a receiver coming out of AM. and mm-hmm. So he, yeah. you know, so. Uh, but
1: yeah, I just I've never been high on Tata Hill personally. That's just that's just me. So and and, and the Colts had their solution. Their really short term solution at quarterback and Ryan. So give me the Colts winning that AFC South.
0: Uh, so we just flip flop three and four. I'll take yep. the Bengals. Um, so going through, uh, we're gonna start with Kyler's. His number one seed is the Bills. Number two are the Chargers. The three seed in the AFC are the Bengals. And the fourth seed are the Colts. Taking a look at mine, my number one seed are the Bills. My number two seed are the Chiefs. Number three are the Colts. And number four are the Bengals. So kind of similar list, just mm-hmm. a couple mismatches there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go ahead and start off with number five?
1: So this is where I think uh, the Browns will be. I think, uh, you know, I. With, I mean, with Deshaun Watson, I mean, they're. They're so much better. They they just are, and and they and they added Amari Cooper. Um, yeah, just give me the Browns on that. I mean, uh, yeah, either way, I, I'm I mean, not gonna.
0: I agree with you full wholeheartedly. Again, I had them as a two seed. If he plays the whole season, there is that kind of lingering thought that he isn't going to play the whole season, and it's starting to look that way. Considering he just caught another charge, unfortunately. I mean, ho, again, I've said it from the beginning. I love Deshaun Watson. Hopefully, justice is served. Okay, yeah. if he if he's innocent, he's innocent. If he's not, he's not. You know. Um I'm not going to sit here. I, I I personally am a fan of Deshaun Watson. Uh his play style. I, I love quarterbacks that can run and throw the ball, but if he's doing all this other stuff, you know, you know. Yeah, so I mean, um but um I agree wholeheartedly. Um assuming that he's going to take some time, some suspension time, they are probably the the 5 seed. Um who's your 6?
1: Chiefs. And and you're probably thinking why are they so low? And that's just because...
0: Well, the AFC I, is so stacked. I mean, yeah. Really. I mean, the they're AFC West they're is... They're a low... Probably, I'm not, what? I'm three not... Seed? If you put the Chiefs in the NFC, they're what? The three seed? Maybe the probably. two or one, you know? Probably. Depending on who. So, I mean, some of these teams could easily go on to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. The AFC is so deep, and they got so much better with the AFC West getting... Just about everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. So again, I didn't mean to cut you off there. So go ahead and continue with the Chiefs.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, just just look, just look, looking at the AFC West, I mean, if you just, I don't know, I I mean, the Chiefs are going to be in there. I just, I mean, I Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, and they still have some studs. And I, they I mean, they're just going to be in there, and you know, that's that's just how it is. I um, wish they
0: would pick up another running back. I'm not mm-hmm. really high on Clyde Edwards. I'm
1: not either. I'm not either. Um, but I just. Looking at the rest of the AFC West, I don't think the Raiders' defense doesn't really wow me. I mean, Max Crosby is amazing. They but, have a
0: good pass rush. They're second. They're like the Colts from last year. Yeah, maybe some. Their secondary is not what as good. Me. Not as good linebacker play, but their pass rush is going to probably carry them to right their defense.
1: And then the Broncos. I don't know. I just we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. I just there's still a lot to prove in that wide receiver core, especially with Jerry Judy um, and some others too. I I kind of I see how some of their defensive players develop, but. Just honestly, those are just my two safe picks: the Chargers and the Chiefs. As far as AFC West goes, and then that should round out, right? No, nope, you or, got one. more. I got one more
0: seed. Uh, I'm my six seed. Man, I'm we're gonna leave we're gonna leave off a lot of teams that I think really <laughs> really good. Um,
1: which actually, you know, I kind of I kind seed. of contradict my point here in a minute once I name this next team that I have in mind. Pause,
0: man. Um. This let's AFC- go ahead and get it. Let's go ahead and get out of the way. I think the Chargers are going to make the playoffs. Right. Um, now, whether they're the, I mean, you know, six, seven, it doesn't really matter. They're going to make. I think they're going to make the playoffs. So, um, to round out your seven, go ahead with that.
1: I'm sticking with another AFC West team, and I think the uh, I think the Broncos get in. Um, I I'm a little bit more high on the Broncos than I am the Raiders, and I know that you know Derek Carr is still there with with Devontae Adams. I I, I get that. But I just feel like that the Broncos with Russell Wilson just have a better, just a better overall team in my opinion than the Raiders and and um, yeah, that's just that's just kind of how, how I view things in the AFC, the loaded AFC, I should say.
0: Um, my seven seed, man. Um, fuck it, I'll take the Dolphins. Really? I will take Miami. I think their offense really? is going to be really good. Uh, they have a very good defense um, that is going to carry. Not There's really just one carry... question, though. What? Tua. Listen, I don't care how far he throws that ball. He throws probably one of the most accurate balls in this entire league. Um, you don't have to throw it 100 yards to be able to pinpoint a 30-yard throw You know, or 20-yard throw. Yeah. Um, so I think you know just some teams that we're leaving off, the Ravens. Who could also be in here? Mm-hmm. Um, the Titans, who could also be in here, right? Um,
1: I mean, that's really the only two, though, that I can just I mean, look you at. Could sort probably of make maybe it, the Raiders, probably.
0: Yeah, I could start, make an argument for the Steelers, maybe just if Kenny Pickett were to develop into a stud or Mitch Trubisky comes out in his year two Chicago style Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Um, so I
1: mean, but like for but like, so whenever we get to the NFC, we should be able to fly through this, right? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, go for go ahead. Right. We'll go one for one. So I, I mean I th- I think the one, I mean it's a toss up, I think, between these two. Um, but I'm gonna go I will go I'll go with the Bucks. I'll go with the Bucks. Because Tom Brady is back and he's ticked off that those reports about him retiring early and he's 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 ticked off. And you don't tick off the goat like that. So um I I I think he wants vengeance and I think that this NFC South is a pretty pretty easy division in in my opinion. So uh, yeah. yeah, I mean just give me the Bucks just for the division right. alone.
0: Um I'll take the Rams. I think like I said I And think, and that was my toss so. up. Yeah, yeah. Um I can probably see the Bucks winning it just because of the Rams have the hardest schedule in the NFL this right. year. Um and the Bucks play in probably the worst division, if not one of the worst divisions in football. So I could probably make an argument for the Bucks. I just think the Rams right now are an overall better team, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I mean, the quarterback play, you're going to take Tom Brady over Matt Stafford. Running backs, they're kind of both middle of the pack with Cam Akers, Leonard Fournette. Wide receiver play, I think as of right now it's the Rams, depending on how Chris Godwin comes back OBJ. and plays. Um, I love OBJ, but if we're going to sign Aaron Donald, OBJ is probably out of the picture. Um, defensive wise, they just signed Akeem Hicks uh, yep. or yesterday, or you know, late today. I think it became official today um, to replace and Sue, and I think that's an upgrade over at that. So the defensive line is really good. Um, the Rams again with Aaron Donald have a very good offensive line. Linebackers, I still think that's still kind of maybe you give the advantage to the Rams just a little bit, just because of Bobby Wagner. But I think their overall depth of the Bucks linebacker play is going to be really good. The thing that scares me the most about the Bucks is their cornerbacks and their secondary. It's what killed them last year, mm-hmm. um, you I know. Think. And, holy crap, I forgot, Todd Bowles is now the head coach of that team. Uh-huh. I forgot Wild about off that. Wild offseason. So um, it doesn't change. Their roster is still super good. Uh, Todd Bowles is still a stud defensive play caller. You got. You didn't lose Byron Leftwich, so that's his plus. So I think, you know. So let's go ahead and knock out our twos. Yours is the Rams. mine's yep. the Bucks, right? So yep, yep, yep,
1: for sure, without a doubt.
0: Now the three seed is kind of where we get. <laughs> where are we going with the three? You seed?
1: know, I'm I'm going I'm going with the Packers. I'm going with the Packers. I mean, I I look at I I look I look at the rest of the NFC North, right? And I think that, and I know Eli will hate will hate it that I say this, but I I do th- I think the Bears will finish last in that division. I do. Um,
0: I do like the uh, addition I, of the secondary for the Bears. I also like the addition of uh, Jameson Williams and Aiden Hutchinson for the, the Lions. That's what so, I mean. And, you know, you know, I think – Do uh, those two, you think, add a win? Do you think that both of those two combined add a win? Because they were really lacking wide receiver depth, and then they just lacked a complete pass rush maybe, overall. So,
1: maybe, but I don't know. I mean, whenever, whenever you have Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he'll win that
0: division for you.
1: <laughs> so – yeah, give me the Packers at the three seed.
0: Um Okay. I'm taking the Eagles.
1: You are. You're taking my ta- Eagles, I'm aren't you? I'm
0: taking your Eagles. Um I have been You've been you've been very I have, high on I have been very high on the Eagles all offseason long, and you know, whenever my buddies are fans of the team. You know, they kind of become my secondary team, but I am absolutely – You always pay attention to them. I absolutely love the Eagles and what they've done this off season. They are – set Jalen Hurts up to where if he's not the guy, they have picks to go trade right. for the guy. Mm-hmm. So I think that the Eagles are easily – they're going to win that division. They're a three seed. You know, I'm sure you have them as the four seed, If you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. So, I do. And then, I, you know, we just kind of tr- – once again, we trade there. So yeah. I have the Packers as the four seed. Yeah.
1: And you know, I mean, just just kind of elaborating on the Eagles real quick. Um, I, to me, and I know the argument from some Cowboys fans have been, oh well, Jalen Hurts still has a lot to prove, and I and I get that. But if you look at the Cowboys roster, they lost some pretty big pieces, and they really did not add a ton to to fix that. So, and, and I would, I, I even... think the Cowboys got worse this offseason. Just
0: my opinion. I, I mean, I agree. Uh, with that, and as well as if Jalen Hurts has a lot to prove, it doesn't matter what they do. They were a playoff team last year with a worse roster overall. And here's the deal: and it, even if even if Jalen Hurts is not the guy, he runs the ball, and they literally, you know, they'll. I'm sure we were the best go, rushing offense in the. They're going to go back year. to that. Pa- you're gonna, they're going to try to do a pass offense. You know, they're going to mm-hmm. kind of balance it out. But if the pass isn't working, AJ Brown is a huge body. He's going to block. Devontae Smith was pretty decent at blocking last year. Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, you know. Mm-hmm. You're going to get those players that are going to block for you, and they're going to block really well, and it's still going to set up to be one of the best rushing teams in the league. So I don't have a problem with Jalen Hurts. I think he's got a good arm. He's fairly accurate. I think the Eagles roster overall is better than the Packers roster. Uh, so that's why I have them as the three cb yeah. Either way, I think it's Rams, Bucks, one, two, and again, Eagles, Packers, three, four. Yeah,
1: and and yeah, you know, and just to touch on the Eagles, just just real quick, um, just because obviously I'm an Eagles fan. I'm a big time Eagles fan, obviously. Um, if, if you if you look at every year that Jalen Hurts has really has played from you know from college ball on, he's gotten better every single year. You know, and and, and I I know we didn't play that one year with with Tua starting. I get that, but at Oklahoma he was a Heisman, Heisman finalist. finalist, and and then you a look second at second
0: round pick at that with the team that already had a quarterback,
1: right? And then he came in, played four games. He he looked okay. You know, he he had his struggles, but obviously he was it was just, you know he was started for four games, and then this past season. He leads, you know. We we start out two and five, and then he leads us to a nine and eight finish with Nick Sirianni, and we make the playoffs in the NFC East. Which nobody, I mean, let's just be real here. Nobody had the Eagles making the playoffs last year. No, okay. I mean, like no. I mean, I
0: think we had them. I had I mean, them personally probably finishing. I mean, bottom in that division. I mean,
1: people had them like a bottom five team as far as roster goes. So, I think Jalen Hurts will improve. Now, the question is, how much will he improve? Will he improve drastically, or will he underperform to the fact of Howie Roseman in the front office wants to make the move at quarterback next year? So either way, the Eagles are set up for success. Either way they want to go, because even if Hurts is the guy and you know that, you have two first-round picks to either make a move for a big-time guy, just like A.J. Brown, or you have two young studs that you're going to add wherever. So I sell that to say, I the Eagles beating the Cowboys in that division, and again, I think – I think Washington's just not there yet, and I think the Giants are certainly not there yet. Um, and I just I thought I thought the Cowboys got worse this off season. And yeah. just personally, you know, I, I the, the Cowboys always ride high early. That they, they kind of remind me of the Cardinals. They they ride high early, and then by the middle of the pack, they start to struggle a little bit. And yeah, well, do you got to so.
0: think they were also six and six. Uh, the Cowboys were six and six outside of that division. Right, they beat up mm-hmm. on that division, you know, mm-hmm. and they won it and automatically guaranteed themselves a playoff spot, and then went around and lost to the Giant, or excuse me, the Forty Um So, what about your five seed? You know, your first wild card spot. Um. Um.
1: Hmm. I'll probably give it to the. Um, I don't know. I, I was I was gonna say team, then I and then I thought of something. The safe bet, and I'll say this: I'll go, I'll go with the Vikings. I'll go with the Vikings. Okay, okay. I think that that you know they needed a desperate head coach change. They made it, and that will improve. I mean, their offense is great, and uh, I just I have the Vikings in that in that uh, somewhat easy NFC North. And I know that they're overhyped and overrated every year. It seems like, but I don't know. Something just tells me it's going to be different
0: this year. Um. Give me the 49ers.
1: And I was I was thinking about the 49ers, Drew. I, think, I really I, was. I think,
0: the, I think we're going to flip-flop. Who's your 6th seed? Um, is it the 49ers? I, yes, it, okay, yeah, so mine yeah. So, was going to be the Vikings. And,
1: and the only reason why was just because we have no idea what is going on with the Trey Lent situation. Are they confident in him? Are they not confident in him? Is he going to start? Is he not going to start? When are we going to see him? Well,
0: I think there have been reports that come out that say he's starting no matter what. So even, So what does what
1: Jimmy G do <laughs> Jimmy D. Well they're G-Ju, gonna you know? they're gonna
0: wait for him to um, throw again which will be mid July and then they're gonna you know he'll trade offers obviously. But um, I think he he brings that Jalen Hurts, bigger, stronger aspect mm-hmm. to the Niners and the Niners have easily one of the best rosters in the NFL. So I think that the 49ers, even if you know J- Trey Lance kind of struggles a little bit, mm-hmm. I still think they're going to be Kyle. Ch- excuse me, Kyle Shanahan runs that ball more than anybody else in the league. So right. you just got a more ad- you know, more versatile player there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the seven seed is going to be a little weird. Um, because I'm going through this division. I mean, the Rams, you know, I have the 49ers. Do you have the Cardinals? I don't know. The Bucks. you have the Saints, but do we trust Dennis Allen? They have added a lot of weapons. Jameis. Um, Jameis. Uh, the Eagles, I mean, you could add Dallas, but it just depends. I'll add Dallas. You'll add Dallas? I'll,
1: I'll add Dallas as my, what is that, like my six? Seven. Right? Seven, yeah. I'll, oh, shoot. I'll, I'll I'll have Dallas squeaking in there. Um, I, I don't know. Just nobody else really in the NFC kind of. Yeah, you know, I mean Dallas. I mean Dallas is Dallas, so I, I'll I'll them squeaking in there as the seven. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Um. Gosh, I want to throw the Cardinals in here pretty bad. Um. Just because they made it last year without D Hop, you have a healthy D Hop, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna add the Cardinals. Actually, I think Mike. I think the I think the Cardinals are going to take the seven spot. I think the Cowboys are also going to struggle out the gates, and they're going to fire McCarthy midway through the season again. No kidding. I think so. And if he doesn't, then he's going to get fired, you know, what is it? You said the Cardinals? Or, excuse me, the, the Cowboys are going to fire McCartney okay. you know, midway through the season. If not, he's going to be one of the first one gone on. I think it's Black Monday or something like that. For yeah, That's like what the, the NFL calls it. Yeah. So, rounding out our list, we're going to start with Kyler. In the AFC and the NFC, the one seeds, the Bills and the Bucks. Two seeds, Chargers and the Rams. Three seeds, Bengals and the Packers. Four seeds, Colts and the Eagles. Five seeds, Browns and the Vikings. Six seeds, Chiefs and the Niners. Seven seed, Broncos and the Cowboys. Taking a look at my list, I have in the AFC and NFC, the number one seed, the Bills and the Rams. The number two seed, the Chiefs and the Bucks. The three seed, I have the Colts and the Eagles. The four seed, I have the Bengals and the Packers. The five seed, I have the Browns and the Niners. The 6th seed, I have the Chargers and the Vikings. The 7th seed, I have the Dolphins and the Cardinals. So, uh, this is completely up to you. Do you want to do award predictions real quick? Just the basics. MVP, defensive player of the year, coach of the year. Oh. If not, that's fine. There's no I'm, way, man. You, there's no <laughs> there's way. There's no
1: way. I... I don't know. There's there, there's so many question marks and you know and people moving and stuff. There's I I've got no, I got no idea, <laughs> in all honesty, for you. Uh,
0: I think I have a couple coach of the year.
1: Um, you know what? I'm gonna give, give it to Sirianni. Yeah, yeah. There we go.
0: I think. There we go. You know they've got better and there's no reason that I would... thought
1: I was screaming for him to get coach of the year last year. Personally, yeah. I mean we like I said we started at two and five. We were two and five. Looked, I mean, we, we there was no identity to our offense at all, or, re- or really to the team. And we find that identity, get things rolling, and get things turned around. And next thing you know, we're nine and eight, and we set our starters in the week 18 game against the Cowboys, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I to me, I was grieving for him coach of the year, but obviously, you know, variable. I mean, it's variable. So,
0: um, defensive player of the year is going to be a little tough. to stick. You know, honestly, as of right now, if Aaron Donald comes back, I'm just going to give it to him. I can't really think of anyone else. Um, I mean, you can throw T.J. Watt in there. Um, I just think he's physically not as available. Miles Garrett could also be in there, and we could also see the first time a cornerback's won it ever, or if not in a couple of years. So I'm going to take Aaron Donald. Um, I know you said you don't really have one, you know. Mm. off uh, And then MVP. That'll be tough as well. Um Honestly, I'll take Tom. Taking Tom, I'll take TB twelve. Just as of right now, I'm going to go through. Um, I'm going to go through schedules and give my predictions that I think would happen. Um, later at a later date, um, but again, you know our seeds. Uh, me, Bills and Rams won. Two Chiefs and Bucks, three Colts and Eagles, four Bengals and Packers, five Browns and Niners, six Chargers Vikings, seven Dolphins Cardinals. For Kyler, the one seed Bills and Bucks, two Chargers Rams, three Bengals Packers, four Colts Eagles, five Browns Vikings, six Chiefs Niners, seven Broncos and the Cowboys. So, fantasy football, obviously one of a big part of football. I really enjoy. Fantasy football kind of gives me the GM role and, you know, kind of everything like that. Um, my fantasy dream lineup, okay, and mm-hmm. I, I gave Kyler the option to prepare. He has nothing <laughs> in front of him, but he could have something off the dome. Mm-hmm. My quarterback, Zach Wilson. Wow. wow. I Yeah, Zach Wilson and Deshaun I mean, Johnson. honestly, I'm – could you not see him having a breakout year? Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, right he had the highest complete he had this that came out just a couple days ago I seen. He had the highest percentage of dropped passes by receivers. No kidding. Wow. Yeah,
1: I Are we just going by position here, like down the line? Yeah. Or kind of, so kind got of like our dream cor- scenario.
0: One quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, a tight end, a flex, and a defense.
1: Okay. Um so for quarterback. And you're gonna think this is so biased, but I'm going with Jalen.
0: And I mean, you took him last year, and it turned out to be good. Yeah, so, and, I mean, and this, people thought this I was is, crazy. Yeah, this is the year to be taken, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. which is why I have Wilson. I think I can get him undrafted, or if not super late, I don't think yeah. you know, it's going to be on anyone's radar. And I think he could have a breakout year with some good weapons, a good off, a decent offensive line, and a better running game than what they have. You know, they had mm-hmm. uh, my running back one. I have CMC, but I'm not taking him in the first round. Oh, no. Um, If he's there in the second, I will gladly take Christian McCaffrey. Uh, My other ones, um, Jonathan Taylor. Yep. I also have Saquon Barkley with the addition of Evan Neal. I think that'll be a pretty decent one. Oh, man, the Saquon
1: Barkley breakout year. Um (laughs) For the for the fourth year in a row.
0: (laughs) Well, I didn't I I just I think I there was a point in time where I couldn't join our draft or I missed it a little bit. Um and they uh drafted Saquon for me and they absolutely sucked at that. (laughs) But me personally, I like Saquon. Uh the what else are the Giants gonna do? They don't do they really trust um Okay, so this is kind of breaking news. Um, according to Brian McCarthy, via Adam Schefter, is how I received the tweet. Um, NFL spokesman again, Brian McCartney, quote unquote, Adam Schefter responded today to the White or to the House Oversight Committee, requesting that NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell and Washington officials went. Dan Sn- Daniel Snyder were both to appear at a June twenty second hearing. Oh wow! Wow. So. He looks like he's on his way out. Getting back to running backs, uh, CMC, you know, I think if he's there round two, round three, you have to take him. Uh, Saquon, you know, kind of sort of I could see just because they don't really have any other offense outside of him. And then Jonathan Taylor as well, who was just a stud last year. So Mm -hmm. um, running backs one for you.
1: I think Henry and JT. I mean, obviously, you know, that's not realistic. But um, if, if I really had to go, I'd probably go JT and um I'm trying to find like that like realistically I'd go JT and if and if he's there if he is there depending on the league and everything I'd go um Aaron Jones from Ooh, Green Bay
0: okay I could see that they're having to have to rely on him a little bit more with no pass catchers mm-hmm. um, my running back too? Um, Damien Harris from the Patriots, uh, James Robinson. And then uh, I was really high on this running back out of college. Uh, I think that me personally, um, if it was just a cap situation, I thought the Packers should have traded Aaron Jones and drafted Brees Hall mm-hmm. with one of their picks. Um, I really like him. Um, again, I'm not really riding the jets, but I do like what they've done this off season. So I'm going to take Brees Hall as my running back too. Again, if he's available, I think I can get him on the down low, Um, Undrafted, So he can either be a flex or a running back too, but I think that he is going to beat out Michael Carter for a majority of those carries, if not early on, then later down the line. Uh, So let's go ahead and list off receiver ones. Uh, I'm going to have Cup there just because he was receiver one last year. He's a stud. Uh, Michael Thomas, I have question marks around because if he's available, if he's actually going to play this year, then I think he'd be a really good one. Um, just because you've got that, you've got a Lave on the other side of him. You've got a speed guy in Callaway. So you can kind of give Thomas those intermediate routes. I mean, he's literally known as a slant man. But, uh, I mean, he's got 100, 149 receptions last year. Or the last time he played, broke the record. Uh, so I'll take slant man, quote-unquote. And then I am I have Devontae Adams in here as well. I think they're going to sling the ball. Just because they didn't pick up Josh Jacobs' fifth-year option, I think um, that. Josh McDaniels is going to look to be a pass-heavy offense, considering he was a run-heavy offense all throughout his time in you know New England, outside of the year they had Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. So, receiver ones for you.
1: You know, I. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go. If 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 I, if I had a good dream scenario off the top of my head, I'd go. Je- I'd go Justin Jefferson. And Devontae Smith.
0: I cannot believe I forgot about Justin Jefferson. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: I go Justin Jefferson and Devontae Smith, and I think Devontae Smith is going to be a really big sleeper because you have to remember that the number one corner is going to guard A.J. Brown.
0: Yeah, That means
1: you're leaving Devontae Smith, who had 900 yards last year as a rookie, on a number two corner, and that dude should eat.
0: I have him as one of my number two receivers. Taking a look at some of the number two receivers, um, like I said, I had Devontae Smith in there as one of my number twos. But um, I also have T. Higgins because I think Jomar Chase is going to get doubled a lot, and I think that T. Higgins is going to get the more favorable matchups. Mm-hmm. And then I also have Deontay Johnson as my possible fantasy number two receivers. Yeah,
1: that's also a good one too. It just—I don't know. I've—I guess I've heard some reports just from looking at Steelers Twitter that he may not like the situation in Pittsburgh due to the fact of his contract. But I have, I have seen where he's put that aside and he's still going to OTAs and stuff like that and still practicing with both the quarterbacks with Pickett and Trubisky. So I don't really know what that situation looks like, but he's, you know, he's due for a contract year, yeah. or at least pretty close. So
0: And I think he's not I mean he's been good the past couple of years, but I think that this is really he's not a DK Metcalf or an AJ Brown. He's not been super good and is up for a contract. Yeah. He's in his contract year looking to get a more decent. I mean, payday. you know, it
1: just you know you know with a guy like AJ Brown, you know, it just yeah, it yeah. just it just pays, you know, just just to pay the pays. The, the, yeah. pays. It pays. <laughs> it just, you know, to pay the freaking nature that is AJ Brown. Yeah. So I'm telling you right now, man, if you would have if if I'd have had a live in camera shot of my house, whenever I looked at my phone and I saw the Adam Schefter tweet the we weird training for AJ Brown, I yelled in my house.
0: About did a backflip. Yes, side
1: of- I yelled, dude. I I literally, I literally yelled at my dad. I go, dude, we just got AJ Brown. He's like, no way. And I'm like, yes, Adam Schefter. Like like no way. So yeah. it's just yeah. <laughs> Gotta love sports, man. Gotta love sports.
0: Uh, taking a look at tight ends, I mean, I don't really have any sleepers. Mine are the top three tight ends in the league, and you can argue a wall. Um, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, Darren Weller are in no particular order. Um, I think tight ends are just kind of like, I mean, I guess a sleeper would be CJ and U- Uzama, Uzama, um, but that's also I was like saying, Dallas
1: Goddard, but that's yeah just... Dallas
0: Goddard. But I'm saying I don't know why I'm so high on the Jets offense this year but I mean they've added some good pieces and if Zach Wilson balls out then they're going to be you know that offense is going to be hell um, taking a look at some flexes um, I honestly have some rookies and I have Chris Olave um, I think that whenever Michael I'm
1: always if, in fantasy I'm always a big running back guy like I don't, I'd re, I don't really care for starting any like unless I'm in, like a desperate situation I, I like starting running backs always at flex just because especially
0: if it's a PPR league
1: exactly so I'm and and I'm gonna be honest with you, I wouldn't mind like a solid flex option. Um, you know, maybe just like we said about rookies, maybe Cook for Buffalo. Maybe I, actually have,
0: I have James Cook in here. As maybe one of my, I mean it just depends on if his he plays threat. a threat. Yeah, like if yeah. he wins it out, which I think that he has a good opportunity to. I mean, you're beating out Devin Singletary. There's
1: one thing that that you need to stay away from if you didn't learn from last year. Stay away from Eagles running backs, whatever you do, because I'm going to be honest with you. They're for a running. good stretch last year, I had no idea who was going off, who was going to get the most bulk of the points every single week. Obviously, you want Miles Sanders, and he should be healthy for the start of the year, but he's but he's also had some injury concerns too. But so, also with
0: the Eagles, with them being such a run heavy team, they kind of do it run by committee, do they not?
1: I mean, yeah, I mean we got, I mean we've got three great running backs and. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Kenny Gainwell. And Kenny Gainwell is your out of all those guys, your true like pass catcher. And, you know, they're you know, he can I see the field. You know, so it just yeah. I would just stay away from Eagles running backs, honestly, if I were you. And I could just trust Hertz just using his legs and getting some rushing guards there. But
0: uh so we talked about flexes. I have again Alave. I have Kirk, Christian Kirk as well. I don't know what to I have to see it first. If he's gonna be a free agent, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on him.
1: One receiver that I like too. Still, as Amon Ross St. Brown? Yeah, that will be a good one for Detroit. Um, if he's still there, you know, available. Jamie, we
0: didn't mention Jamison Williams at all. We did oh, not. Well, I've been, but I, I
1: think I think that also depends too because how much how much is he going to impact with the ACL? Right, like I, I know well, I know he we should be
0: coming it. back right, right around the start of the season, but again, like you said, he's going to be he may not hit that kind of what he was at you know Auburn or, excuse me Alabama ever, but he's going to take him longer because he is coming off of that such a serious injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and then defenses, I mean, Ravens, Eagles, uh, Broncos, the Chiefs in the second half of the season apparently the best defense in the entire universe. I mean, you take, I love the Eagles defense. You take, the, the, so chi- you take the Chiefs after a, a bye week. It's Rams like defense. Rams too. defense. Uh, I'm just, these are just some of the defenses that I'm, like, looking at, and I'm like, well, like, I'm not going to be upset if I don't get one of the top defenses, you know. But, um, but yeah, I mean. You'll be in one of my fantasy leagues, so it's kind of sucky talking to you about some of my picks that I'm really high on. Um, just so you know, I do know where you live. If you take Zach Wilson with a top five I don't play pick, it, on it. I will drive to your house. I don't <laughs> I will, play it on it. I will continue the draft. I will be on my way to your house to fight you. I don't play it on it, though. So we're going to take one last listen to another one of today's sponsors, a new sponsor on No Playbook LTT Production. Uh, let's go ahead and have the stud himself, Drew Pounton, take that one away. This podcast is sponsored by Smith Media Consulting. For all your audio or video production or for media consulting, contact Smith Media Consulting at 618-294-3399. Again, contact Smith Media Consulting at 618-294-3399. Three three nine nine. Now, let's get back to it. Finally, on today's longer episode of No Playbook, we're going to take a look at the finals matchup between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. You know, Kyler, I'm kind of confused because um, I'm watching Game 7, and they kept saying, you know, the winner will go on to and face. You're big,
1: and, by the way, you're a big NBA guy too. You're
0: yeah. A, you're a huge um, NBA guy. I haven't got to watch as much as I would like to this past season, but the playoffs have been pretty tuned in. Um, but I'm sitting there, and they kept saying they're going to go to, you know, the winner goes on to San Francisco. The winner goes to San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I remember hearing that too. And they I all, remember hearing that they, too. They're,
0: in play, they're playing in San Francisco, which is weird because you had the 1-2 matchup over on the East, and then the Warriors are, I believe, a three seed. Mm-hmm. So it could have just been one of those things to where um, since they did win the first, you know, like if it would have went the same distance, I'm sure it would have went to. Because well, see, Conference. I always thought
1: the higher seed had the. That's what first I thought game. too,
0: but apparently not. Uh, unless there's something that I'm completely mm. missing, but yeah, but I, one, I
1: remember hearing that during 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 Game Seven, Boston and, yeah, they, and Miami. They said
0: too. it nonstop, and I mean, obviously, right? You know, the winner will go on to face the you know, gold. Well, state. I mean, first,
1: I mean, speaking of which, Drew, I, I think before before we talk about the finals here, I mean, I mean, we 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 got to talk about it. Game Seven, okay. Yeah, Max, says,
0: sorry, I don't mean to say that. You're fine. Uh, yeah, it is at Golden State, so go ahead and continue. I just to make so,
1: sure. and here's the deal. Okay, I remember looking at Dad at one point. It was about two minutes left in that ball game, and I said, "If the Heat wanted, I mean, I, I said the Heat had to have to make a run right here because they're in the middle. You know, the Celtics were, were kind of starting to pull away, and I said the Heat have to make a run here if they want a shot. And sure enough, next thing you know, they make some buckets. They get they get some key layups. They get some stops on the other end. You know, block the paint a little bit. And next thing you know, out of nowhere, Max Struess, out of all people, hits (laughs) the shot of his life (laughs) uh, from from from, from three point land. And 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 I turn to Dad and I go, "Oh man, we have we have a ball game." You know
0: what pisses me off more than anything is that (laughs) Boston instead of coming out and playing like that last two minutes and like playing like they you know like. It's just a regular game, trying to close them out. They sat on the ball, and it pisses me off mm-hmm. so goddamn much because they score a couple baskets. And they would we're just drive even, in. We're not even in this conversation. It's Boston dominated, not even dominated. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually dominated because yeah. the Heat, I don't think, had the lead barely no, they all didn't. that game. No, they, they didn't. Boston they, they didn't comes out, and they're like, Last two minutes of the fourth quarter, we're gonna put our throats on, you know, their neck and we're not gonna let up. I they were zooming in on Jason Tatum. He was holding the fucking ball. Mm-hmm. Why are you holding the <laughs> ball with two minutes left? I and mean, their I, game I, I, plan. Understand, I understand I draining some clock, you know, waiting to like maybe yeah. fifteen and setting up the offense. But they their were game like plan eight seconds into you know, eight seconds left in the clock, and then they're just kind of like, Okay, Jason Tatum, go make a play, or Jalen Brown, go make a play. If someone's open, yeah. take it out to them. Also I want to mention I was one Al Horford three away from four hundred dollars. <laughs> I was gonna have my best bets on here, but like I mentioned in the opener, that um, they're not up yet. Some of the things yeah. aren't up yet because it is Wednesday. But but yeah, I mean that was I was but, pretty upset and
1: see that. and the Celtics and the Celtics and, and we'll get and we'll get to the Heat real quick. Obviously the big, what are you doing? But. Um the, the Celtics game plan that last that last bit was hold the ball and we'll drive inside and just get a, and get an easy layup. And, and I get that, you know, cuz if you miss a 3 then you're just kind of taking a bad shot, you know. At least at least drive to the hoop and at least you know just
0: try to get a foul like e- even what a there foul
1: too or and one even possibly.
0: But Bam, but Bam was not having that. No. Bam was not having no. none of that shit.
1: And I but yeah, Max Struce hits the hits the three of his life, and then now you know they, they cut it down to what like probably was it five
0: was it five or was something it? like that.
1: Before we I'll go any go back further, what it.
0: about the uh Strews being on the foul line? Do you remember that? When I remember seeing
1: playing. that and I think and I think that was a bad call. And and, and, and another bad call too that was totally on air on Eric and and I get it. I totally get it. But Tyler Tyler Hero
0: has to be playing at some point in that second half. I think okay. well, I don't. Okay, listen. Okay, I'm not putting Eric Spolstra is a well. First off, he's an NBA 75 all time coach. Right. He is a great coach. I'm <coughs> excuse me. I think that Tyler Hero took it out of his hands. I think that he asked Tyler at halftime because he didn't play at all. He didn't play very much in the first half either. No. So for him to come out and just play 40, you know, 30 minutes of the second half would have been kind of surprising, considering there isn't 30 minutes and a half. But either way, you get what I'm saying. I think that he asked Tyler. He's like, "How you feeling?" He's like, "Well, coach. He's like, I want to play, but you know, I'm I'm kind of getting tight in my groin." He's like, "Don't worry, sit down." He said, "I already told Jimmy he's playing every fucking second I, of the game." I know. Game. I know. He's like, but, "So Jimmy can but just." I'm just
1: do like, it. man. You know, like, this is game seven. You know what I mean? Like, but know, this you, is also. You know,
0: well, we also go back into the point to where the Clay Thompson and the Kevin Durant's back right. in twenty nineteen, where they're itching to get out there so bad that they play and they tear their Achilles, and we haven't seen Clay yeah. Thompson play basketball in two years. Yeah, he that's just true. came back this past season. No, I mean obviously
1: I, you know with with Clay, I mean you know he had the he had the
0: injury and the and then he got know, he but, recovered and then like a couple of weeks before he was supposed he to return, tore he again, tore his tore other one. Yeah. So, um, but
1: but yeah, I mean so. So
0: so so the momentum so shifts to Miami. And the Stroos call I, I thought it looked pretty iffy. Whenever like I was like I think he did step out. The it, whole
1: replay system and 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 I'll say this because you know I've watched a fair a fair good bit of the NBA playoffs with the Sixers. You know with my Sixers being in there and everything. The whole replay system in the NBA makes no sense to me. I think it it makes no sense to me.
0: I think if you can't get the call right in two minutes, it doesn't need to change.
1: Or it's like. What things are reviewable and what things are not reviewable? Because there, there are some times where I'm like, man, you know, that, that foul call should probably be looked at. And they'll look at it. And then there's other calls where I'm like, what are we doing? And they're looking at it.
0: And, and some I, of the flagrants I, that I don't they've know. been calling this playoffs are yeah. kind of whack, honestly. Yeah. The Draymond one was kind of like, eh, I, mean, I, I could, I, Well, I could see a flagrant one. That's what – I listened to the Draymond Green podcast, which is a great listen. I, I love – he cracks me up. But uh, he was like, I was expecting a flagrant one. He's like, but they flat out ejected me, you know, I kind of paraphrase, you know, in Jaymon, Draymond Green's eyes. And then there was another one I think – I can't remember. I think it was another playoff game. Again, I can't remember, but Twitter went crazy over that, too. Dame Lillard was like, what are we doing? I mean,
1: the Jamarant play, too, with his knee. Um, that also comes yeah. to mind, but
0: well, I I don't think I, that one's kind of iffy because he is kind of going for the ball because he is to his backside, yeah. but it also is kind of like you can kind of know where the ball is at. So I didn't really have a problem with them calling not calling it. I would have been like, if a flagrant one was called, i have been like, okay, you know, whatever. But if yeah. a flagrant, you know, it's just one of those things where if they they let it go, and I said okay, if they would have called a flagrant one, I would have been like okay. Um,
1: um, but so so we'll just get to the to to the meat and potatoes. Of the whole of the whole deal, so heater down by two. I mean, you're Uh -uh, talking. uh -uh,
0: We're not talking about this. I I I know where you're going with this. I'm on Jimmy's side. Continue with your point.
1: I'm I'm gonna give you my point here, okay, and 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 I'm gonna see your point, but you're talking, and 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 I'll go back and watch it again. Actually, you know, I can actually find it here just just to make sure off the top of my head that I'm, you know, that I'm. Making sure that I, that I that I get the time right. Um, oh, no, you're but, right. It's
0: like thirty-seven. It's like thirty to forty seconds left. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't like. I mean, obviously he like runs up. Seconds. He
1: runs up. He doesn't set his feet and and he kind of takes a leaning three. I think he took. I, think he, I mean, he kind of ran said, up and he, he kind of like feet enough. Yeah. Think, yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he misses. And obviously the suckers get the rebound and you know they 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 end up closing it out. And the big argument is he should have. A wasted more time on the ball, and B he should have he probably should have drove in because he probably could have beat Al Horford, you know, past the past the perimeter and, and and got down to the paint. At the time, I'm 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 I'm, I'm I see both because at the time. All the momentum was swinging towards Miami and if they had that shot oh man you're probably you 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 might think that Miami might win that ball game and all be honest because that place would have erupted first lead of the of the whole game for Miami that place would have went nuts kind of you know they have you know the comeback is here but man you just but I'm also thinking this is game seven okay you got to be kind of strategic here and to me if I'm Jimmy I drive in there. Or I at least hold the ball. Now, if you hold the ball, then yes, I, I don't mind taking the three. But if you're but if but if you're looking for a fast paced shot, kind of like he he kind of rushed that shot a little bit. I'm driving in on Al Horford and potentially even and potentially getting getting a foul call, or even getting an n one call to go in. But that's just that's just my two cents.
0: While you've been talking, I've been listening, but I've also been looking for uh, what he was shooting for. You know, for the. For, from three, so I can't find it. Um, I know he hit a couple. But either way, I'm not going to fault Jimmy Butler at all because, A, he is the best player on that team. Well, without a doubt. So if Jimmy wants to – and plus, nobody had played more minutes in that game than Jimmy Butler. He played the entire game. Yeah. He sat down maybe one time for like seven seconds. I, 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 I don't know. I know he played literally almost every minute. And it comes to the point to where he's like, we have moment, Momentum. I'm gonna have a wide open shot. Do I really – He's probably he's dog tired. Probably he's like, do I really want to sit here and try to fight Al Horford? You know, and he's like just okay. You know, I, I'm, he's obviously not thinking this though, but he's like, he's probably telling himself like, if I get this open shot, I'm taking it. Now, could he have waited and set up the offense? Yes. Does Boston have the best defense in the entire league? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you're not getting a great a good shot. I've seen your. I've seen arguments with yours where he could have drove in because Al Horford was back with the. Well, and Horford was backpedaling, and but also Horford was blocking shots this series. He, that's was, he averaged probably a block and a half, two blocks. I mean, per it hand. would not
1: have been an easy layup. I'm not saying no, that by any means. I'm saying, but I'm like, just saying with his speed and like and like with the way that Horford was kind of angled and he kind of had his hips turned one way. I thought Jimmy could have ran right by him and kind of had a pretty good look. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> now whether it goes in or I we don't know. But
0: and that's what I'm thinking is like. You've also he's, got, he's obviously on the court, and we're got, watching. <laughs> well, yeah, and you've also got to kind of have that killer mentality to where it's like Boston hasn't scored in like a good two minutes.
1: Right. You
0: hit this three, there is no way that Ime Udoku is going to be like, guys, what are we doing? Because I'm sure he was the one that told them, let's hold the ball, let's train the clock, you know. I mean, I think because if you think about it with the time that he had left, again, was over enough for a shot clock. Either way, Miami's getting the last shot that game. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if Jimmy now if he that's true you know so he takes the shot he makes it he's the hero of the game it doesn't matter if you know they lose presumably I mean if they close it out yeah if they well even if they win they're like man I can't believe Jimmy had that shot but it's you know it's kind of that thing where you know Jimmy is that guy and I have no problem if it would have been. Kyle Lowry, or, you know, someone... Strews. You, <laughs> well, I mean, Max Strews was kind of getting hot, too. You know, it's just... You know, it, a part it, of me... it's anybody but my best player, I'm like, okay, no. You know, a
1: part of me... Because you remember, like, the very, like, last shot of the game, that, that, that Strews shot? A... That was a tough shot, but I also thought I thought I thought there was like a little bit of contact, and I can tell Struce was was trying to like get the foul call on the three.
0: Yeah, I see. But that.
1: man, dude, because it was 196 run. I remember It was a four point ball game, and I wanted so bad for Max Struce out of all people, to just get a four point play to go in to potentially tie the. You know what dude, I mean? Dude, he was
0: like he was like one <laughs> for forty tied. for the past like two games of the series. He struggled, see, man. But
1: you know, watching the Heat and Sixers series, obviously, I kid you not. That might have been Tyler Hero's best stretch of games he's ever played in his entire life, dude. I don't even know
0: if Tyler Hero if Tyler Hero is healthy, do the heat. But win it blew that my mind. Game? Yeah.
1: He, he can't like me and Dab are asking ourselves while we we're but watching, who's stopping
0: him. Who, who I mean you have Matisse Thibault, but would you rather have Matisse on Jimmy or Tyler Hero? But like you're kinda like if anyone's gonna beat us, it's gonna be anybody but Jimmy Butler. But like we and were, that's what they rode we, with and they lost.
1: We were talking the whole the whole time and we're like why is Tyler Hero not starting? Especially if Kyle, if Kyle Lowry wasn't playing, I'm like, why is Tyler Hero not starting? But I think it just it whatever. was just
0: one of those things where he runs the bench unit a lot better than what anyone else would. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So those are our Game Seven. Yeah, you when, know, when
1: when he gets to the finals. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we Boston, Golden State, and this Steph quote has been going crazy. All over the media because last year about this time whenever they weren't competing for anything, he's like, "You don't want to mess with us next year." Look where we are, Golden State. I presumably think they're the favorites. I think Boston has a better team, but I think that Golden State has the better player in Stephen Curry.
1: Well, here's a here's a little stat for you. Uh, this is per Sports Center on Twitter. It says the Celtics have a strong chance. I have seen that eighty six to, to fourteen or something. According like that. To, yeah, it was the, this. So according to ESPN's BPI, the Celtics have an eighty six percent chance to win the NBA Finals, and you know that's between the ESPN Basketball Power Index. So you know so how I accurate that, that is. A grain
0: of salt. Yeah. Um, also,
1: I but I, I I do I do I do have a gut feeling though. Warriors in six.
0: I have them. I think Warriors in five, but. I want to kind of touch on something that I think is kind of interesting. Whenever I was watching the um, Mavs and Warriors series, I didn't watch a lot of it because, well, Golden State beat them badly pretty much in every game that they won. Luka was asking for Clay Thompson. Did you notice that whenever you were watching it? Luka would ask for the switch, and Golden State would switch, and it would be Luka on Clay. Now, Luka is mm. bigger than Clay, so he can body him down low. But it also comes back to I heard something on the Colin Cowherd podcast, and he's like, uh, I think it was, uh, I can't remember. It's uh, some big time NBA guy. He's like, Clay isn't what he was. And, you know, he came back midseason. I can't imagine. Clay's dropped, dropped 32 in a closeout game. Can you imagine Clay having the full offseason to be healthy and to get his body back to where, even if it's not, you know, he's not the Clay that he once was, he's still a. The third top three shooter of all time. He's a great defensive player. He is the guy beside Steph because Steph is not bad defensively. I think that
1: I'd give him top. I give him top four shooter, top five shooter of all time. I
0: think it's.
1: I think it's Steph, Ray, Reggie Miller.
0: I could see that. I could, I was gonna say Reggie. And then probably Clay. I was gonna say Reggie or Ray, and then Clay. Yeah, two or three. So yeah. either way. Either way.
1: Um, that's beside the point. I just thought of that. <laughs> I think
0: Klay Thompson is a perfect guy beside Steph because I mean we've seen it for years and years now this is their sixth finals in eight years so he's that kind of guy to where he can make up for Steph's quote-unquote bad defense now, but he's not been able to and so it's kind of been you know kind of that thing but I think Boston Boston's streaky when they're hot they're hot and when they're not no one. They, else. Well, look at the like, last,
1: you know, two minutes of that Heat
0: game. And Jason you know? Tatum ha- is like off and on every single night. I'm looking mm-hmm. at the betting. I'm looking at the, Jason Tatum's last game, and I'm like, okay, he scored ten points. I'm gonna take the over. Oh, he scored thirty. Not even gonna touch it.
1: You mm-hmm. know,
0: because he is like that off and on kind of player, uh, at least so far. But I it's just, um and then there's this thing that's going around with him. I seen on Twitter that he texted Kobe. Super dope, but there's this guy that quoted tweeted it. He's like, <laughs> you've had Kobe's number this whole time, and you just now messaged him. But I, I thought think he, that he was kind of— He probably had a new phone. But if, Yeah, but, but I, It's one of those things where you don't post it if you don't win.
1: Right. I thought it was kind of weird, <laughs> in all honesty. I thought it was like—you know, like, I, I understood it, but I, I thought—I I understand him posting it on his personal page, okay? That's his personal page, whatever. Pretty cool, in all honesty, you know, just as a fan looking out. I what what I thought was weird was like Sports Center and ESPN. Yeah, like 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 basically like like making like a Photoshop like graphic for it. I'm like I'm like okay like like can we not do that? (laughs) You know, but um, but yeah, and and also too if 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 you think about this, and I could be wrong, but I I don't think I am. I'd I'd have to go through it, but LeBron has four rings, right? Yep, correct. Steph Curry wins this one. He's got four. So I've, I've heard the argument of where does Steph Curry rank all time?
0: Well, I'm glad that you said that because that's my next topic. Mm-hmm. I think he's the second-best point guard of all time. Behind? Magic. And I've had some thoughts to where I'm like I would probably – I could take Where's Steph. Where's Chris Paul? I could take <laughs> Steph. I could, I could honestly see some cases where I take Steph over Magic. Um,
1: I mean, they're just two different players. They are. Obviously. They are
0: really polar opposites. I think if you don't have Steph Curry top three all-time, I have him two, sometimes one. All-time? Uh, all-time. Who are you taking over Steph Curry other uh, than Magic? Off the top oh, your you're dad. talking about
1: point guard. I think he overall basketball player. I'm like Michael Jordan, you know. <laughs> but um, uh,
0: I've heard – I think um, the one thing that's lacking in Steph's career is that Finals MVP. Um, I'm, again, I was I mean, listening. he's for
1: sure top three. I mean, God, he's got to
0: be. Well, I was, again, I, mean, I when, was. Whenever
1: you're when are talking about two players that, that, that changed the position and changed the game, I mean, Magic and Curry are up there. I mean, they have to be. I mean, Magic was a six, you know. Steph's
0: the most influential player of all time. He changed the game. Steph to, well, changed maybe not, okay, the maybe not of all time, but he changed the game so much to where uh, also. I mean, dude, we
1: never. Like, that stretch from, like, 2015 to, like, even now, like, you have to guard at the half court line, dude. Literally. I remember
0: whenever he was like going off the year they made the play in. And that was the greatest. He was like, he's like that MVP was, season. That
1: was the greatest. Se- like watching that live and just watching it every single night. That was easily like in my lifetime. And you know, and I, I and I thought KD's MVP season pretty dominant too. But that season with Stephen Curry was the single handedly most dominant MVP season I've ever watched as a basketball. First fan.
0: unanimous MVP ever. I
1: mean, I've that been... that was that was unbelievable watching that in person and. I, it was it was it was awesome. To I've watch. always
0: been a Steph Curry fan. Um I know it's going to sound kind of cliché now that he's actually really good, but I liked the fact that whenever he was hurt with his ankle, now this could have been a team, this could have been him. He's like I'm going to get right, you know? Like I'm going to sit here. I'm not going to try to rush them myself back like Derrick Rose did and then Derrick Rose is not what Derrick Rose was. Um I also Whenever going back to the old days in two K twelve, and I swear to God, you can ask my brother this. <laughs> I torched his ass with Steph Curry. I'm topping. I'm dropping like sixty points. I would sit in the corner. I would literally just do well, a fadeaway three. Here's some other point
1: it. guards too. I mean, you got Magic Curry. And you got John Stockton, Isaiah Thomas, Oscar Robertson. It. I mean, if 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 I had to go one two three, because Mad- I just th- I'd go I'd go probably Magic Curry. I'm pr- I'm probably picking Oscar Robertson to be honest.
0: I think I'm Isaiah taking, Thomas and John Stockton. I'm probably taking Stockton three. You. But are? I also what my what my point guard. He just wasn't as as as, as, as a consistent a score, What my opinion. definition of a point guard is is a facilitator.
1: Oh, uh, duh. We're forgetting so, somebody.
0: AI. I thought he was a shooting guard. Uh, Either way, I don't think he's top three point guard of all time. I'm putting him top five. Top five. I put him top five. But. Going back to Steph's rank, we've already mentioned. I, you know, we both think he's top three. I, we both think he's two, top two at least. Oh, we got to be. Does Steph's legacy take a hit with no Finals MVP this year? Because again, I was listening to Colin Cowherd's podcast. He's won three. Mm-hmm. He had the one year with Igudala where he arguably, I think, could have won it, but Igudala locked down LeBron, quote unquote. I said with air quotes, um, and then the two Go years ahead. with KD, you know. He's had his chance in 2015, being the MVP. He should have won one of those with KD, in my opinion. I mean, well, I think his first couple years he didn't he didn't look like the same player, but now he, you know, he is the offense. He is the vocal point of that team, and I think that he could go. He's either going to go ballistic or he's going to be cold. I don't Mm -hmm. think this affects his legacy, honestly, at all, because I still think he's a top two point guard of all time. If he has a Finals MVP, cool. If he doesn't. I could honestly care less, because you look at his stats in the finals and it's still ridiculous.
1: I mean, he's got four rings. Period. You know, I mean, and and but he's you know, got three. I, or yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting I'm kind of getting ahead of myself trying to predict the future. Um, but he's got a three. Period. So, you know, I that's obviously got to account for something. Period. I mean, you know, as far as legacy goes, and if he's I mean, if he's a top, I mean, he's got to be top. At least top ten player of all time. I mean, at least I mean, without a doubt. I mean, when, when you look at the ten greatest players ever, and there's a lot I know, but I mean, he's
0: if not ten, probably like twelve to fifteen. But I mean, he's he's the greatest
1: shooter. He, of He, he changed. He
0: literally changed the
1: game from like from you know from from whenever he really came onto the league, to, even to, to even to today. I mean, teams are starting to spread out along the perimeter, and you're and you're seeing the, the three point ball game just being revolutionary. One
0: of the uh, follows I uh, follow on Twitter. Um, they posted a picture of the spacing, in like Kobe and Shaq era, and then the spacing now. And it's like the paint is packed, and you have like maybe one to two guys. One guy with the ball has it on the perimeter, and another guy's just kind of sitting at the corner. Um, compared to now, where it's just the two centers, basically, oh, yeah. in, in the I mean, middle of the paint.
1: Yeah, I mean, because, you know, when we're when 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 talking about Shaq and Kobe, you know, Shaq was the dominant force, period.
0: And Kobe, I mean... And he, he nobody a, was
1: getting to that paint in Shaq's paint, period. Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, you know you're you're not gonna ha- like you're 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 gonna want to put guys in the paint to stop Shaq, mm-hmm. and then you know you might have like your best defender on Kobe to you know because you know he wasn't
0: it's fucking Kobe Bryant.
1: Yeah, exactly. So That's try it, guard but, of all time. but um,
0: I knew I it took what? a second it took a second for that to hit. I know I just threw that out there just to fuck with you. What? Um, okay, would you? <laughs> okay, huh? so
1: you know the the guy you know that went to North Carolina, six foot six.
0: Red You know, one number to twenty-three. Dance again. I, I'm really excited about that. But no, I obviously Michael Jordan is one. Bryant two. Wade three. Yeah, Wade at three. Who else would you have? AI. Uh, take. I think Wade's defense is better. And I think Wade's defense. Uh, I love of, me some AI I, though. I, I yeah. Well, you're a Philly guy, so <laughs> I think that Wade's defense overall is just better than. Yeah.
1: offense. I, I, yeah, I could see that too.
0: Um, but finally. This has been a longer podcast. I want to thank you again for listening, Kyler. I don't think I mentioned it, but thank you for joining me.
1: No problemo.
0: To touch on the final thing, Boston, Golden State, what do you got?
1: I, I got Warriors in six. Um, I think the, I just think the experience. That's what it comes down to for me from the Warriors. I mean, they've been here. I think Steve Kerr is arguably like a top three head coach of all time, if you really want my honest opinion. Um, I I mean,
0: it's probably probably a hot take. Probably top three, top five. I could say top five.
1: I mean, the fact that he was able to to turn this team around after a lot of people said that they were rode off last year. Pretty, I mean, can tell, and he's—he's—I mean, he's always been consistently great in Golden State, but but I—but I digress. Well, and
0: again, going back to the Draymond Green podcast where he called out—I mean, he works for Colin, he works for the volume, and that's Colin Coward's podcast network. He said he's like, I don't want to take a shot at Colin, but uh, everyone in the media was saying that you need to trade up and break this up because we're gonna, you know, and if Steph wants to win another title or a chance to get back to the finals, then he needs to be off of Golden State. And I mean, here we are, a healthy Golden, a healthy—well, they're actually really healthy. Mm-hmm. They've got Otto Porter coming back, possibly. Iguodala will make his first appearance in the postseason, I'm pretty sure. And then Gary Payton will be back since probably game two of the the Memphis series. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and Gary Payton is going to probably – him and LaMarcus Smart defensively is going to be really good to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree, yeah. I, but I got Warriors in six. I just think the experience will will prevail for the Warriors. I
0: have Warriors in five. I think Wiggins, if he can stop – Luca then I think he's going to have his hands full with Tatum, but I don't think it'll be as bad. You'll have a uh, Draymond. I think they'll probably run a lot of zone. Maybe I don't, I honestly don't know. Uh, I think you're going to have Wiggins on Tatum. You're going to have, man, who do their, what does their lineup look like? It's smart at the one Brown at the two Tatum at the three. You're going to have Draymond on Horford kind of protecting the paint. Maybe kind of playing a little bit of free safety, um, Steph is going to be guarding Marcus Smart, so I mean Marcus Smart isn't really that good of a defensive player. Um, and then also you're going to have uh, Jalen Brown guarded by Clay, and if Clay, you know, if it depends because they could switch up on Clay and just kind of, you know, just switch to Clay every once mm-hmm. in a while. But I honestly don't know. Um, again, I think the Warriors are going to win in five. Who do you think the who, who do you think the favorite Finals MVP should be?
1: <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was, I, was, <laughs> I was scrolling through Facebook real quick, and I saw your. I I, I just saw that post that you shared of you like when <laughs> you were younger. Kind of cracked me up. Um, so probably the favorite for the Finals MVP. I probably the most popular answer, but Curry. I mean, he's got he's got no reason why he can't win it. You know, unless there's just an unbelievable finals performance. I mean, Curry is the most dominant player on that Warriors team right now. You know, he's you know ob- yeah, he's obviously more dominant than Clay, and the opportunity is right there in front of him. And we got to see it this year. You know, we I, I feel like you know we we, we really got to see it this year, and
0: I and and I think we will. So
1: Curry also, Finals MVP.
0: I also have Steph Curry. I think you know best player in the series. He's going to show it. Um, there was a report that came out or a stat that came out to how bad Steph Curry has been whenever he has been guarded by Marcus Smart, but I think Boston switches so often to where they're going to try to get – Just you the know, finals, man. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, and Steve Curry is going to draw up a master class like he usually does. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, I think Warriors in five. You have Warriors in six. Yep. So, that is going to do it. Kyler? I want to thank you for joining me, and I want to thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully this hiatus is gone with you know me being able to record here at work, and then also I will be um, creating my little home studio. So, um, yeah, Kyler again, thank you for joining me. Thank you no for problem. listening. Um, and, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Peace.